I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red faucet, it's beautiful, it's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle fever coming over me. And I got butterflies and hurricanes shaking my body. Battle fever coming over me. And I'll follow on and sing the song. We're having technical issues this evening. I'm really, really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> technical issues is me. <laughs> it's me. Oscar like, Echo. Like, <laughs> Andrew Bluebell's helped me. Look, we all just got me and I'll say it today. <laughs> Making an arse every fucking day, man. Good evening. Fresh start, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to... <laughs> Steg's laughing at me now. Welcome to episode, what are we on, 65 of the Bears Corner. Something like that, eh? On a Monday, which is weird. <laughs> you'd think after this time you'd get it right. But here we are. <laughs> but here we are. Um, Good to see your back, on... back there, Scott. But the arc, mate. He's, he's putting you right under the bus, man. 
No, what it is, mate. I'm, I'm missing you here, mate, just to fucking keep me right. Do you know what I mean? That's the problem. He just <laughs> laughs at me. <laughs> you think your buddy uh, would back you up a bit? Okay, ah, you fucking terrible. Ah, you think, wouldn't you? Terrible. You would. <laughs> We've, um, everybody knows, don't look, I shouldn't have said that. I made an arse yet. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here to look back on St. Mern and preview Aberdeen. But before we get to that, I feel as though there's an important um, thing we should touch on here, right? And we need a bit of ambience music for this. Uh, is, that, is that because we've got marshmallows now? Aye. Hold on. A bit fucked for copyright for this, but I don't give two fucks. Yes. Buffalo soldier. 100 goals in the Royal Blue of Rangers. Alfredo Maelos. We love you. Thanks, congratulations, my friend. The main man. The main man. What a player. What a, an instinctive finish for Alfredo yesterday. They bagged and get that duck right off his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'll come back to you. Baz, to get that duck right off his back. Aye, he needed it, mate. We were all discussing that last week, weren't we? He definitely needed it and he was hungry for it. And it obviously meant a lot to him. Every goal he scores, you can tell it means a lot to him. So hopefully now he can go and start banging in some goals that we all know he can do. So. Aye, but it was, a, it was a good moment. We all knew it was coming. We kind of hoped it was going to be there sooner than, than what it was. But aye, good for him. Good for Alfredo. Yes. Oh, fuck, look. Not Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a blast for the past. <laughs> Hold on. One, two, two three. Uh, cross the mouth the list. <laughs> Evening snag. I, 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 I had really narrows it down. I, I had my Ouija board out. I was trying to get a hold of snags. <laughs> so I got the Ouija board out and I started fucking, you know, getting all the we welcome the chase part and my lights were shaking and stuff like that and you now he's just appeared. So I... He couldn't, he couldn't get into this house because there's shit Wi-Fi here. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi is shit for the, for the Ouija boards as well. I've found it. But... Well, <laughs> the Clinton teeth of the podcast stroll there. <laughs> we, we said, we said, um, in fact, I'll go to the, let's go to the podders first, right? At the top there, we'll start remote. At the top there, looking trim, looking fucking smashing. Jeep, how are we, mate? All good, mate. Glad to be back, and uh, I'm looking forward to podding the night and being able to talk about stuff in games that I've actually seen. So, hi, <laughs> it's good, mate. It's just the, it's just that's just the, the way things go, isn't it? That is work life's a busy you, life. Below you, making up the meat and that fantastic sandwich Ooh. there, all Ooh. the way, <laughs> all the way from Nornan. It is Morning. the legend that is Ginger Ballax himself. That was Scottish German <laughs> or an Irish. It's Chio. How are you doing, mate? All good, brother. All good. I'm glad to see the boys back. The dream team's back. Jim and Baz. Love it. Love seeing the boys. And obviously you two sexy mofos as well. But uh, yeah, glad to be back, mate. Glad to be back to talk all things Rangers. Yes, you two. You two. <laughs> and Dick. <laughs> and below Geo, right on the bottom. <laughs> Is <laughs> the Bazbowski back live, mate? Live for the first Hello. time in a wee while. Live, aye, but we're not live that last time. No, no was that pre- oh, it was pre-recorded. Oh, it was pre-recorded. I don't really pay attention if I'm honest. I mean, you can tell because when you <laughs> ask me a question, I kind of just ignore what you're asking me and say something else. But <laughs> I, I forgot about that. It was pre-recorded last time. 
So I were live again. So I watched what I'm saying and stuff like that up here in the the home studio. Unfortunately, couldn't make it into the studio this evening, but that we made it. It's all good. Yes, mate. Good, good. Mm. And to my left, Paul at Seas. How are we? Sup. That was that was that was all the wins there on the podcast yeah. there again. Yeah. Aldi gone. Yeah. As I said before, I'm, I'm west side, not east side. West side. Going to yesterday. Going back to yesterday. We started with John McLaughlin replacing Alan McGregor, James Tavernier, obviously our skipper, Connor Goldson, Leon Balligan returning for injury after um, they went off with a knock against Bronby. Bonavarisic continued at left back. Joe Rebo, Stephen Davis, and John Lindstrom. Continuing in the middle of the park, even though we had Glenn Kamara back, but there you go. Um, Yanis Hadji and Kemar, Kemar Roof flanking Alfredo Morelos through the middle. Jeep, did any yes. of that seem surprise you? No, I may have getting it kind of the, the Glenn Kamara thing. Uh, obviously, I, I expected Glenn to come back in, but Stephen Gerrard, I suppose, recognising how good a job the midfield did against Bronby, uh, Bronby and decided to stick with the, the guys and give them an all shot. Right, I was very surprised. Um, as you know, we don't always have the best record uh, playing in the league after a tough European tie. And as um, as much as Thursday was kind of routine in the end, um, it was still a hard game for the players. You know, they ran their socks off and that. Um, so the fact that there was no changes, there was absolutely no freshness except for the goalkeeper. I was I was surprised that he didn't change it up a, a little bit. Um, and I'm just glad that we got the result in the end so that that wasn't looked at more closely. But uh, I, when I first seen the team and I seen there was no changes, I was very surprised. Yeah. Gio, going to the goalkeeping situation, obviously Gerard mm. has liked to chop and change from time to time this season and last season, ever since John McLaughlin joined. I don't think it surprised me such because we're used to it now, but given the game... <laughs> St. Martin obviously putting, putting us out the mm. cup last year and the way they did and always gives a tricky game. Was there anything that surprised you about that decision? A wee bit, mate. A wee bit the fact that he didn't even include um, McGregor in the squad at all. And, and I think he's probably took him out of the firing line a wee bit after... The, after. And, I mean, he doesn't make blunders that often, like does he? But, I mean, he hasn't really started the season off in, in, in the greatest fashion. So, yeah, I actually thought it was about time he gave... He gave McLaughlin a wee run as well. He hadn't he hadn't featured too much lately, but no, I, I mean again we've talked about this many times on the pod. It, McLaughlin's up there, you know. He, 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 I mean, he would be number one in most teams um, throughout Scotland. So you know, the fact that we have got probably the two best keepers in the league, you know, speaks volumes. As we spoke on Friday uh, in our recorded uh, Bears Corner, and we said about how we should have an offer at Mun, which. We did have in the end, evidently, because we won the game. However, we didn't quite see St. Mirren coming out like fucking Man City in the first 15, 20 minutes, did we? <laughs> and passing the ball with pace and speed running about. It was coupled with us no starting, to be fair. But they were excellent in the first 15, 20 minutes. You've got to praise them. Well, well, Jim Goodwin's got them playing pretty good football. I mean, we've discussed... They've not lost the game since August when they beat half Celtic. They drew three and then they've, they've won three in a row. So they're playing pretty good football. And they were up for it. You could tell they were up for it. Now, the thing is, Rangers have been slow starters this season. We tend to only come out the... the, the we tend to only really play football in the second half. And teams are starting to notice that now. And I reckon that's been the, you know, the mindset of St. Mum to get into that game. They had that high press. They were, they were pushing forward and they were going for it. So Jim Goodwin's probably going to need seat. By the way, this team are slow starters. Get out there and put the pressure on early. 
And I fair play to them. You know, they've been out and trying to execute their game plan and they were doing well for a while. So I hats off to them. You've got to give them credit for that. Totally, totally. Popsies, in four minutes, we give the ball away cheaply, in my opinion, in the middle of the park. James okay. Tavernier tries to play some sort of pass into Stephen Davis. They get mixed up. Lundstrom gets caught. Gower gets out-muscled, to be fair, uh, by the young boy Connor Ronan. And he goes through and hits a rasper into the top corner. Seeing it in real time, I thought, great goal. Seeing it in a replay, still thought, fantastic strike. But also thought, and might be wrong for this, but also thought, a Rangers goal, shouldn't be getting beat for that distance. No, he shouldn't. Um, I saw an awful lot of stuff on social media saying that, oh, McGregor would have saved that, McGregor would have saved that. Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. We'll, we'll never know. But if you watch the ball after he's hit it, it's actually curling away. Yeah. It's a hell of a hit, to be fair to the boy. Um, and I think because he hit it from where he did quite early, I think it caught McLaughlin off guard. Mc- and it probably would have caught McGregor off guard. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the ball was curling away all the time. So it, I can't even really take too much away from him. I mean, you're saying it, it was a really poor touch from Tav. And then they, they just sort of lost it. I think, if I'm correctly, Davis let bounce in front of him. And then he tried to play a, a ball. Tav put the miss hits it. Lundstrom got muscled off, and by the time he sort of regained from getting muscled off, he was about three yards behind or three paces behind, and he struggled to get up to him. Yeah. And by the time he actually closed him down, the boy had hit it, and I say it called away. And it was it was a, it was a it was a really good hit. it was a really good hit. You got to give him what it is. It was an excellent hit, Chief, But in that moment, though, you're thinking, "Oh fuck, here we go!" Because as you said, we've been there before after a European mm-hmm. game. Don't get me wrong; we never really got a second gear on Thursday night, so it's not like the players. Fatiguing like that. I thought we'd dispatch the Bromby with minimum first, to be honest with you. But I was expecting to see his start on the front foot. We didn't. We gave the goal away and then we made it hard for ourselves. But of course, credit to the side in the end, and we'll get to that, get uh, getting back up to speed, getting control of the game. But aye, it was one of the moments, mate, went it when that hit the back of the net. We thought, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, as much as we maybe didn't get out of setting gear on Thursday, I think, like, European nights at Ibrox like that are like mentally draining. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of work goes into the game, like in the mindset and stuff like that. So to kind of uh, go for like a a loud experience at Ibrox, like in a European night, to then playing in a stadium like St Mirren's. Do you know what I mean? It's like with the atmosphere is a lot different. Um, it can. That I think that can take its toll on the players. You see it a lot. I mean, it was one thing that we done really, really well last season was when we came back for the tough European games. We we managed to get the results like comfortably as well in some games. I remember that the five one win away at Fir Park, for example. I'm sure that was right after like we beat Galatasaray, Ibrox or something like that. But um, I so it's just I'm always a wee bit wary whenever the European fixtures come out. I'm always a bit who we playing the weekend after, and if it's an away game and a tight. A tight pitch and yeah. stuff like that. I'm, I'm always a wee bit. So I, to be honest, I'm yesterday I was not really caring how we done it. I just wanted the three points. I was nervous for the Saturday night thinking about the game. I, I knew it was going to be uh, tough. I didn't expect an easy three or four nil win. Put it that way. I'm just glad we got there. Yeah. Uh, just before we move on, obviously Jody there in the chat. How are we, Jody? We miss you. We miss you a lot. Um, Steg, and we love you. We mm. love you. <laughs> Steg, we should have done a homework on that boy Ronan, done it twice done it twice earlier on in the season to beat the sheep. And then I was screaming at this what Snags is saying here. I was screaming yeah. at this. Corners of lottery, we had not one but three three headers in quick succession that we fired down the keeper's throat. We simply cannot do that away from home. Gio, I was screaming at the telly saying, Is there any chance 
that we could beat the big dude, the big bearded dude stoning in green in the middle of that goal. Could we fucking put the ball out of Sidium when we heated it here? You know what I mean? Connor Goldson guilty it twice, three times. Yeah, man. I think for me, for me, big Goldson's gone off the boil a wee bit this season. I think it's the, the contract stuff that's that's um doing it for him, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, mate, like I mean, I've been I'm just reading the comments there as well. Every single thing that the guys are saying in the comments tonight is spot on, particularly from corners. It is a lottery, mate, and you know it only takes one wee nick or one deflection, and all of a sudden you're looking you're looking down the barrel of a, of, a, of another bad defeat. But again, you know, picking up on what Jeeb said as well, you know that, that these things always manage uh, big these games after the European games always seem to manage to present the banana skin for most teams across Europe. And the fact that we come through this and, and got through against a, a pretty tough away fixture for, for me was again agreeing with Jeeb. It's just about the three points, mate, and get them in the bag. That's it. You know, it's kind of one of those ones you roll in, get your points, and roll back out again. We're moving on from Gio's voice. It's a sexy voice, though. You, 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 it's a Thank you, Thanks, Baz. Thank you. Thanks, you, Thank you mate. I was sitting in my seat and I'm listening to you, mate, and I feel myself just moving forward. I'm just, I'm just coming up the house. Like, oh, oh, it has that sort of effect. Thank you, buddy. That was in 4K, though. People get a tasty jewel. I can't wait to see that in 4K. Taste division. But as Andrew Bluebells makes a cracking point when he says that... Um, he always does make good points, what's he saying? He does, yes, Andrew. He, does. he was saying that somebody um, has got to stand in front of the keepers at headers. I say this all the time as well. I feel as though we don't put the goalie half enough. See, every time there's a corner against us, you see somebody standing on McGregor or standing mm. on McLaughlin. We never seem to do that. That's true, we don't. <laughs> to the end, Andrew makes a good point. Maybe we should start doing it. Uh, I'll, I'll let Chad uh, know in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so you, so I should so release so an, an audio book. There's a fucking there's a, there's a career for you there, buddy. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I'll try that out. <laughs> tell everybody, and do you think I'm kidding? But all we're having at a live show. It's 20 minutes where all the guys are going to go to the bar and the woman will just go sit there and talk. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Eventually, in the game, we start to get a grip, Paul. Yes. We start to, as Nagsy says, with the, with the headers, with Goldson, it seemed to kind of, even though we missed it, even though it was straight at the goalkeeper, we seem to turn a wee bit. Hadji starts to get more involved. Davis starts to kind of dictate play a wee bit. Uh, Lundstrom starts to find his feet, although I agree with you, and Snaggy said it as well. I don't I don't think that the two of them should be in the same team. But yeah, that's see before, debate. can I just say something on that? On you, go, mate. Because you see this shit all the time, and people have been saying, Oh, I don't think the two of them have been on the pitch. Nobody see any time they're on the pitch together and they play well. You never see anybody turning around going, Do you know what? They played well together. I'll hold my own up to that. They'll just keep their fucking mouth shut until they play shit. And then and then they all pipe up again. Oh, I told you they two can't play well together. Well, they played well last week. And now they, they, they played 20 minutes for the one they played well together. Now you saw what to pipe up again. Mate, I thought the rest of the game, I thought the rest of the game, they mean? did get a grip in the middle and they did control it and they did dictate play and they did, they, they did do what we, what we need them to do. Um, Good. I'm glad you I, said that, mate. I was getting a bit upset there. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Thank you. I, just, I think, I just I think personally... it all depends who we play. I think, I think like a European game, you're probably needing to break up more of the opposition attacks. I think it's mm. good for that. 
Um, but when you're playing teams in Scotland out with like Celtic and maybe Aberdeen and Hibs away, I think maybe it's a wee bit of overkill having the two of them on the park. Mate, I don't think we needed both of them yesterday, right? I don't. I think we could have went with Kamara. But then again, there's maybe a reason why he's not went with Kamara. We seem to think it's because we played well on Thursday night and he didn't want to disrupt that. Fair enough. That's, that's a valid reason for, for starting the two of them again. But I just think yesterday we could have we could have maybe went a wee bit more attack-minded. However, with the way they started, maybe we needed Lundstrom and Davis in there. Do you know what I mean? For all they weren't the great, maybe they, they offered the protection to the to the back the back four. But hey ho, we'll never know. I, I think I think he left Kamara out. Um, although he missed a big week match. Um, I think he's probably dropped him because it's St. Mirren and he knows he's got a couple of big matches, Aberdeen and then that's mm-hmm. cut away. I think that's maybe what he's just said to wrestle because he has played an awful lot of football. Don't forget, and he was at the European Championships in the summer. So maybe that's my. You you say it's because the team played well on Thursday. Maybe, maybe I say mate. I say it's because he just wanted to give Kamala a rest. Maybe me. So there we go. We disagree. Um, I think I'll bow out of the calendar if anybody's wanting to buy one. But Baz Chio Jeep. That would be that would be yeah. That would be that'd be a cracking shout for charity. That one. <laughs> we'll keep we'll all keep our taps on, but we'll just for charity, do you know what I mean? Like every every cast off tap that we own. Uh, <laughs> there isn't enough months in the calendar. You could you, my, my page would just be a brick wall with me standing behind it. <laughs> Pictures taken in front of it. I thought you were saying that you <laughs> were a brick wall there. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else is built like them. You're a fucking lot of you. Look at you look, you're like, it's over six foot apart from me. <laughs> <laughs> so we did start to get a grip of the game. We started to, to turn on a wee bit of our style. Um, and Yanis Hadji was was influential to mm. that for me. Uh, keep him going, driving the team forward, trying to find that pass. No other time it worked. But he was getting on the ball and trying to make things happen. Kamar Roof the same. Alfie struggled a wee bit to get into it. And then I thought when he got into it, he started to find his feet a wee bit as mm. well. And I suppose it could be said for the full team. But you could sense it was coming. That was the difference. You could sense yesterday that goal was coming. And the minute the penalty was, was given and I'd seen it was roof, I had knee, knee doubts. No hesitation. No, he's like, I, f- I felt quite confident, but watching him as well. I mean, he's he's such a clean strike of the ball. And you could see, even though Alnick guessed the, the right way, the, right way the, the power just beat him. It was a, it was a really well-taken penalty. But like yourself, um, I think... The catalyst for our sort of comeback really was the, the the succession of corners and headers that were just straight down goalkeeper's throat. But it's almost like gained belief from that. Oh my god, we 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 can get in behind them here. We, we can right. we can. Do, it's a kind of strange mindset for the for the club to be in or the players to be in. They should be like that from the, from the get go. But for some reason they didn't. So men played really well. It took us twenty five minutes to get into things. But it, uh, yeah, I think um, you're right with Hadji. He played really, really well. Um, he was he was quite incisive. He was he was trying to find a little ball. I say some came off, some didn't. He won the penalty by I mean by I mean been brought down by was Alan Powell, but he was about twelve feet outside the box. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's that, that uh, the old conspiracy theorists. Um, yeah, and it was oh, it was a clear, was a clear cut penalty all day long. Oh. For goodness sake, I mean you can see that from Mars. It was a penalty. Um, yeah, so and when Roof stepped up, hit the ball. Yep. No, no problems there at all. Uh, complete confidence in the guy. Top scorer is going to be. Baz, uh, you you said at the start of the season that Kamar Roof was going to be the top goal scorer. He's our top goal scorer. Um, if he stays fit, I think he will be the league's top goal scorer. He's only what one behind Kyogo the new anyway. And look at everybody raving about Kyogo. We should be raving about Kamar Roof. There's a long way in the season to go. 
you know what I mean? Uh, <clears throat> obviously, even Boyle, uh, Hibbs is, you know, a bit of a goal machine as well, but uh, there's a few good goal scorers in the SPFL now, and I fully expect Ruth to be at the top of the list come the end of the season. Yes, so totally, mate. Gio, I know you were kind of busy, mate, and missed a wee bit of the first half, but could you could you even sense it starting to turn? Even obviously you missed a bit, as I said, but it was clear to see it was coming, man. That goal was yeah. coming. It was a penalty. I didn't expect the two before half time. I thought we'd mm. get one, but to get the two was nice. No, I watched. I watched it back. I watched it back last night, mate. Um, no, I, yeah. I mean, again, you know, you, you, I think we always naturally assume the worst, and I think I think that's just natural for for a lot of us because we've got that bit of scar tissue from from the sort of first year or two of, of, of Gerard's reign, where every time we seem to go away to these teams, we produce one, a wonder performance, beat, beat these big teams and, and and come back and lose against the wee shitty teams. For me, for me, one of the, the and, and we were just picking up on it there, is, is Hadji this season. Hadji, for me, is probably going to be one of the first names on the sheet. He just seems to have bulked up a wee bit. He seems a wee bit more... A wee bit more direct. I know he, he, he for me, he never hides. He tries that he tries the difficult passes sometimes and they don't always come off, but he just seems to have a wee bit more dig about him that night and and he just doesn't give up. And I'm, I'm loving that about him this season. I mean, again, what it was his 23rd birthday the other day. I really can't believe that. He seems to have been around for a wee while with us now. But I mean, imagine this kid in another year or two if, if he keeps playing this way. I mean, he will make us some serious money. Um, but yeah, for me, the, the catalyst has to be had. He, he's, he's just on fire at the minute. He's brilliant. Aye, Hadjijib is standing out, isn't he? Every game he plays, he's even even when it, as I said to Paul, that it doesn't exactly always work out, it doesn't exactly always come off. But I tell you what, his work rate, his effort, mm, yeah. the, you know what I mean? The fighting for it for the jersey, it never goes unnoticed with the range of supporters, and that's why he is so popular. That's one of the things that I've noticed, um, as a big change in Hadji's game. He, he almost plays like he looks angry. Do you know, it's, it's like, I mean, I think he said, I can't remember what game it was. was it, I think it might have been Livingston at Ibrox this season, but we've played them twice, so I can't remember when. But he, get, he got like, he got wiped out on the touchline right in front of the dugout at one point, and, he, and you could tell it basically fired him up just to keep mm. going, and he, was, he played brilliant. Like, it's just, it's, it's a sight. I mean, he's, because he's, he's not the quickest. Do you know what I mean, I've never really been Hadji's biggest fan, but even like the second half of last season and this season, He's like completely changed my mind. Um, when I put him, if he was the type that if we had been offered anything above maybe eight or nine million, I probably would have took it. But he's, I, I think he'll probably go for big money one day. Um, uh, he's just he's he's a, a very important player. Jeep, have you noticed as well, mate? Sorry, Scott, have you noticed no, as well? He, he can play out wide. He, I mean, I know recently he's played in the sort of in the hole behind the striker, but he's played out in the right. He's he's actually played in centre midfield as well. So he is filling in that role, and I think that's that's given him quite a lot of confidence as yeah. well. And he realizes with the likes of Kent out of the team, who Kent would have been our main man. I think Hadji's stepping up into that role now, and he's taking the fight to a lot of teams. So it's brilliant yeah. to see. I mean, again, like you said, I mean, I think he when he first came, he, I know he scored a couple of good goals, the, the Braga goals especially. He seemed a wee bit lightweight, and he seemed to be pushed off the ball quite a lot. And he was he was a wee bit he was a wee bit sort of. He would have went down very easily, but now, mate, he's like you say, he's playing angry. He's, he's playing toughing up, isn't he? Like, he's, Aye, he's definitely, mate. It's, it's great to see. It's brilliant to see. I prefer I prefer him in the middle, personally. Like we, I think yeah, the, too, the, the game yeah. at the end, the game at the end of that last season, a front three was Kent, Roof, and Morelos, and Hadji was kind of playing Aye. like Cam and and a midfield three. Yeah, and I just felt it worked. It worked really well. Um, 
I thought there was a good balance in that. I don't. I, 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 I do like him at wide. I mean, he scored a cracking goal against Germany for Romania. Let's mm-hmm. a, a wide right position a few weeks ago in that. But um, I, I like my wingers to have pace, and I just think he's he's really really skillful. I think he's better suited to being more central in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. Aldo says he's getting better and better. Loves the club and the fans. Snags he says where Gerard talks about Aribo being better when he's aggressive. Same with Hadji. I think mm-hmm. I agree with both. Yeah. And also yeah. another player who plays better when he's aggressive. He loves the club. He loves the fans. He scored 100 goals for us. <clears throat> James Tavernier swings the ball in, by the way, whose delivery is returning as each game passes. Mm-hmm. Um, ball comes in. Defender misses it. Alfredo with a nose, heed, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> sticks it into the back of the net. Rangers 2-1 up before half-time. Crowd goes mental behind that goal. And Alfredo ends up in with him. Aye. <laughs> Much to Stephen McLean's amusement. <laughs> <laughs> Those pictures are brilliant. He's smiling away. I mean... Mate, it's, it's what they caught off the camera when he done the handshake. Exactly, the yeah. Weird. I, I, I personally like the referee was actually in the crowd. I think they <laughs> holding on to him. <laughs> but a typical... I was... Was Anno just saying? Was Anno just saying in the last pod how we don't score tap-ins? Aye. And there you go. Exactly. That, that was that was instinctive because he, he gambled that the defender was going to miss it. Yeah. And it was, and he was, and he, he did, and there it was just we head in. The duck or the monkey, whatever you want to call the it. The duck off his back. He's off his back now. Water <laughs> <laughs> off, off the duck's back or the monkey off the back, and now he has a hundred goals for Rangers, and hopefully, well, he does like a goal against Aberdeen, so hopefully. That come Wednesday night, he might have another couple to add to that 106. collection. Jib, <laughs> <laughs> you have selected eight goals. <laughs> you, can, you cannot narrow it down to a top three for Alfred. Wait, I, wait, I don't know if the other guys have done this, but I just put a suggestion in the group chat earlier on that we should pick our top three favourite Alfredo Morelos goals for Rangers, and I've wrote eight, and I can't narrow them down. <laughs> so, will we try and get Jeep down to three before the end of the show? I will. I will do it because I'm quite a, like I'll, I'll have I'll have like lo- logical answers there, and I'll why explain. I'll, I'll explain. But why I'll get don't Agarun everybody right on the pod tonight? Agarun everybody, and they give us their third favorite Alfredo Morelos goal. Right good, now, good I know Jeep, you might need a wee bit of time here, but your third <laughs> favorite Alfredo Morelos goal. I'll give you my eighth. And then we'll bring it down into, <laughs> into two and one before the end of the show, right? So, policies, I'm starting with you. My third favourite one. Third favourite one. I would say probably his second header against Fernand. Nice, good in goal. The, in the decade. Good goal. Gio? Ooh, tough one, mate. I'm going to say the, the winner uh, against, uh, was it Legia Warsaw? Um, yeah. Jordan Jones crossed the ball in the header in the 90th minute, 88th minute, something like that. There, smash it, smash it. Baz, tough question. I know, I mate. It's a tough question, mate. You've kind of caught me off guard. I'm going to need to get a wee bit more thought, mate. I mean, I've got my right, tap okay, too, mate. right? Okay, uh, just try to, you know what I mean. <sighs> no, it's fine, mate. Listen, we can take our time, we can take our time. Jeep, have you narrowed it, or do you want me to go? Aye, no, I've got one, right? Right, go for it. I'm going to say the goal he scored up at Pitodri with his left foot. Yes. Um, oh, nice. The one that he, he was kind of almost in a standing position and he just passed it with his left foot into the corner, which to me, I, I think, um, is a contender for the best goal he's probably scored for Rangers. But you're, you're talking like 
I don't think people will say no. It's not. I think people will have other opinions because he scored some belters. But there's just something about that goal, just the way he cushioned it with very minimal power, just pure placement. I just, thought, I just think it's a magic, magic goal. Mm. Is that right? That's, right. That's that's my number three, right? Jeez, right. uh, oh man, for myself, it's got to be a mixture between the portal goal at Ibrox and the portal, portal goal over there. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to name the hundred. Right, <laughs> go for it. I think just for the finish and the, and the occasion that it was in the stadium that it was in, I'm going to pick the portal goal away from home in Portugal. That was an absolute beauty, and I remember it because I was sitting watching the game with my future father-in-law, who's a Celtic fan. And obviously they took the lead with that wonder strike. And I could tell that he was quite happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Alfredo allowed me to smile once again. Um, so I think I'll go for Alfie's goal in uh, Portugal against Porto. Nice. Nice. And we'll leave Baz in He's still thinking. He's still thinking. He's still thinking. I'm I'm sitting watching them all. I pick I pick goal sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> you should not know what goal that is. Aye. I've goal sixty-three. Yes. Goal, goal sixty-three. Just noticed that. I'm changing this. Because we were doing some remote pods that say Scott, didn't they? I needed to change it. <laughs> I know goal, goal, fi- goal 50 was against St. Joseph. I know that because Tom says it in the commentary. So if you count 13 goals after that, then you might be close. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that season? Aye. That narrows it down. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. St. Johnston or something like that. <laughs> in there. Uh, so aye, that's, that's where top, well, third favourite <coughs> Manilo's goal. For me, the final two... Ain't gonna be hard. <laughs> <laughs> we waited a long time for them. They're going fucking on the list. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick just one of them. Just, just to like. Yeah. Just to split it up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 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 Something. <laughs> Do you know what, so, though? To be fair, the two goals against Celtic were both of them were two cracking strikes. I mean, he gambled his first goal to break his duck was he gambled at the back post. And I mean, if he had got it wrong, he was he was breaking the post in half, never mind the net. Do you know mate, what I mean? Mate, so, it's the way he gave Scott Brown amnesia as well. Aye, he made exactly. him forget his own, he made him forget Alfie's name. You know what I mean? Exactly. Someday at the back post. I actually forgot it was Morelos that scored that goal. <laughs> 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 That's not Just a guy, some guy. That's a fucking Buffalo, right? Here, he didn't forget about him, and he didn't forget who it was the next time he scored against him, though, did he? Oh, <laughs> no, he didn't stuck it through him. Whoever, it, him whoever it was that made me and made me look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that guy made you. <laughs> By the way, Alfredo, doing that again on Wednesday night wouldn't go a mess. <laughs> That'd be nice. I- I just remember the day that I get to fucking shout abuse at him for 90 minutes in an Aberdeen shot. I fucking can't wait. <laughs> be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they play as well because I'd, I I heard on uh, the radio that he finished the game on Saturday playing centre-back. Oh, so, fucking please. Please, uh, God. So, I, don't know if, I don't know if somebody had to go off injured or something like that, but he finished the game at centre-back. Calvin, Calvin Ramsey, the right-back, went off injured and so, and so did Declan Gallica. Uh, he went half injured as well because did they no start Ross McCrory at left back? 
don't know what happened to Jack McKenzie. I don't know if they had the injuries or whatever. I mean, see when, see when Ross McCrory went down, uh, was it Portsmouth? He went to on loan. Nah, Are they not playing him at left back or right back or something? Right, right, back, right back, right back. Well, Ross McCrory started. Ross McCrory started at left back against Hibs the other day there, which is a bit strange. So I don't know if maybe if they've had injury issues came into that game, but I know Declan Gallagher get taken off, so that must have been the reason why. Bruni. But Baz, mate, you know yourself. Fuck it. This is their cup final, so it doesn't matter who they play, mate. They're going to be up. For Aberdeen, it, so. Aberdeen only play good four times a season. Exactly. That's it. Exactly, mate. And you know what? They, they might only be three times this season because you, the, the, the way it's looking, hmm. we're going to get them after the split. <laughs> <laughs> this season. So um, I, they might only have three good games this season. I don't know if this is the right button, but can I just applaud that comment? <laughs> yes. When he fucking volleyed them right in the right in the home <laughs> right I don't know what you're talking about. I never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably because you were out at the fucking decanter well there, mate. <laughs> 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 uh, oh John, John, don't spoil my fucking fun. Don't tell me he's injured. He can he be injured. Scott Brown. He's a shite bag. He's injured. He's ripped his tights if that's the case. Get out there and fucking get your medicine, boy. Get in the middle of that park and get fucking the dog's abuse for 90 minutes. It's what you injured. deserve. It's what you need. Do you, do you, know, do you remember do you remember when he do you remember when um we were in the Warburton's team in the semi-final, the cup semi-final, and all that season Scott Brown had a full head of her. And because he knew he was playing against Rangers, he looked he shaved his head to make him trip himself look, look like a fucking hard man again. He's gonna probably look how that same. worked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, John. Thanks for cleaning that up. It's just a left back that's injured, right? Oh, okay. John, don't have <laughs> us gone like that again. <laughs> I shaved his hair and fucking wears short sleeves out in minus ten because of hard man. That's not oh, fucking hard. By the way, there was something with Sky Sports News the other day about uh, Kieran Tierney, and it was something about uh, his attitude in wearing short sleeves when it's cold. And I'm like, oh, who fucking what what? Oh, I done it. You clutch at straws, man. I clutch at straws, mate. The real day, man. Gerard says in his interview after the game uh, at Rangers TV uh, on Saturday, uh, Sunday, sorry, that a bit like what you said, Jeep. It was basically about getting through the game. The pitch was a wee bit, you know, bobbly. The wind, etc. You know, the way managers always do when the team don't play well, but they win. (laughs) It wasn't nearly us. It was the weather. but he's right in what he said. It was all about the three points. And listen, that's that's one thing. Anybody who thinks back to nine in a row, we had a, we had a couple of seasons where we absolutely romped it because we were up against nobody and we played well and and there was no doubts. There was other games where we didn't play as well. There was still no doubt we were going to win the league, but it had to be a kind of grind and a and a get-over-the-line type situation mm. in certain games. And that's what, this is what seems to be happening so far this season. I see it as a positive, personally, that the team can go out there no play to their absolute free-flowing best, but still have enough to beat teams in the in the Premier League. What bothers me, Paul, is the chances that we're missing. Sakala's header springs to mind, or non-fucking-header, if you like, springs to mind. That goes in the last 10 minutes or so, or however long was left, is, is chilled, is relaxed. Now, I'm not saying they were pepping our goal and we were hanging on. It wasn't the case. But you always know with the Hearts game, of course, the week before, you always know there's a wee chance there that there's an opportunity for somebody to put it in the back of the net, a mistake, whatever. 
And went under the cosh again. As I've said many, many, many times, I've seen this movie before. I know how it ends. It's not very good. Um, I'm like you. I get. I don't like these one goal margins. I always end. I'm an old man. It doesn't do my heart any good. I'm going bloody grey now as well. And that's only since the start of the season. So it's not good. So cut it out. Be more fucking decisive. Be clinical. Put these fucking chances away. Because if not, I won't see the season out. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh, no, right, but, for fuck's sake, right, I, know, but, I know the rest of the team are going. I'm fucking right, busy pen and Rangers just now. Fucking blow it. Fucking blow it. That was that one. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> is that is, is that you're going to play it with feeling? Was it? I think. <laughs> but as Andrew Bluebell says, "Bas, it could be worse, mate. You could have only gone a Solskjaer in charge of your team." Oh, oh. Nah, he's under a bit of pressure. That boy, isn't he? Oh, he's at the wheel, but he's fucking fell asleep. <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> Moving on to Wednesday night, touched on it a wee bit there, but we all know Baz says it, Gio says it. Um, they will raise their game coming to Ibrox. They'll relish the chance to silence the Ibrox crowd. They'll relish the chance to come to uh, the home of the champions and stick one on us, if you like. We have to guard against that. Again, the first 15, 20 minutes will be a battle, and it's where the crowd will be required as well. And we have to get behind the team and make sure that. Um, we, we come through that 20 minutes and we go then and take control of the game and go and start to put them to the sword. You create chances, pepper their goal, pen them in their own box. Um, and if you do that, I don't think that they're that great a side that they've got a lot of character in it to, to swagger out yet. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think I think they'll crumble, to be honest. Hope so. Um, aye, I do. Hopefully we can come out quick and a wee early goal. I think uh, to kind of... Um, mirror what Paul was saying there as well it, it would be good to kind of get it's almost like a bit of a tune-up game I think but I, I still think the team are looking a wee bit um, shy in terms of confidence like I mean and I was looking I was looking at it the other day just we're, we're really we're really struggling to score like we've no scored more than two goals um, in many games this season we scored obviously we get five in the cup against Dunfermline we get four away at Ross County but other than that um, we're really struggling to score, so it, it would be good if we could go in even two goals up at half-time or something like that, and then we come out in the second half with a wee bit more freedom and less pressure on us, then hopefully we can go and absolutely scud them. But I think I, th- I think, I, I think, somebody's due it, to be honest. I think somebody will. I, th- I think we will play someone and, and we'll give them an absolute hammer. And I believe me and Paul had this exact same conversation last year, no long before the Hamilton game, and we beat the mate now. So, um, aye, I, I, I feel one. I feel that's what we're needing. We're needing like a right few. Cause see if you look at the goal difference in the league as well. It's something I always concentrate heavily on because at the end of the season, that's a point. Do you know like, if you're yeah, if it's tight? So, and we're quite obviously with them having a few good results at Parkhead. Um, albeit, I think teams will do to ten men and stuff like that when they've done it. But we're, we're needing to get our goals up definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um. Before we move on to the Aberdeen game, we message from our sponsors and a shout out to our sponsors, G4 Claims and KGM Printing. We appreciate all your support and thank you very much for that. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. 
Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim. G4 Claims. Fucking million, man. Uh, yeah, G4 Claims, <coughs> not at folkclaim.com. They actually are nominated for awards and stuff like that. Mm. So if you go into their social media, you can help uh, G4 Claims win their award and vote for them. We would appreciate that because they're great sponsors of our podcast, this team here. Um, and KGM Printing, who has really, really helped us with our live show, which mm. tickets are still on sale at that link there, the battlefeverpodcast.bigcartel.com. You can crack on and go and buy some some tickets for us. And also these fantastic shots, which is on that chair there. And the reason I brought it is to show you, but it just won't come over to me, like telepathically like that. It, 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 it may, hang on. Just, hang on. Come on, keep coming. That's it. That's it. Fuck it, it's coming there. Fuck it, there you go. See that? <laughs> this right. is by magic. One of these belters. I'll have this side. Look at that. Look at that. It's beautiful. Baz, you need to get yours on Thursday, mate. I look forward when to it. When you're in here. And I've also got a signed Rangers talk for you. There you go, mate. Mm. Oh. A signed Rangers shot. So what's happening this live what's happening this live show? Is, are, we, are we giving things like that away? Yes. We're going to be giving a signed Rangers talk a signed Battle Fever talk away. Just what? Well, there might be two. Mm. There's plans in the works. Yeah. We are hopeful to have a signed Alfredo Morelos Battle Fever Pod t shirt. Uh, strip shop top to give away and we're also hoping that Stephen Davis can help us in some way mate and give a and, and sign another shop for us along with maybe some of his friends that would be very nice wouldn't it yes That'd be lovely so hurry up ginger barracks and get it done yeah <laughs> he is a wee ginger barracks isn't he geo's 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 ears just picked up there he's, he's off, what, 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 what? <laughs> another ginger barracks what another, another one mate another one so all the items I'll tell you, I've got a wee item that can go towards the cause. A wee, if anybody likes Ooh. Alfredo Morelos, we can get this away. I'll get it framed. It's a signed Alfredo Morelos. He's international. Wow. So we'll, nice. we'll get that framed up and then we can get that away as well. Beautiful, Baz. Beautiful, mate. Fantastic, man. Uh, also, on Thursday night, we are looking for, well, Thursday night, beat the pod of a return on the Bears Corner. And we're looking for people to sign up for this and to be part of it in the future. You could be up against Jeeb if he's in the studio. You could be up against Paul Seas. You could be up against Bazbowski. If Then you have one. <laughs> you may against... even be up against me if somebody else comes up with the questions, because it would be kind of cheating if I come up with the questions and then took part. Just a touch. Just a touch. I'll, I'll, I'll get some questions going. So there you go. Um, so I get in touch with us if you want to come on that. Um, it's a funny wee feature. It's quite good. It's totally original. Never it's heard really it anywhere unique. else. Yeah. Um, people copied us, um, and now we've. we've and we actually it. give here, and don't forget, I I sent an apologies to Patrick McGuinness. I've sent his stuff today, and very big apologies, mate. My head's been up my ass the last couple of weeks, but they were sent, and obviously we will start to get with a couple more coasters and stuff. So the next person who wins, they will get some of our beautiful Battle Fever coasters. Ooh. Well, I'm actually going to put up a prize for uh, Thursday night. Courtesy oh, you are. So I don't need to. G4 claims. Oof. I'm going to make available. I think it's four signed pictures from Rangers, ex Rangers player John McClelland. Oh, my captain. Ah, so <clears throat> so there you go, right? My Eva. Nice. So there you go. So we have them uh, sitting in my house. I meant to bring them in, but I forgot. <laughs> um, so they're sitting in my house. I'll bring them in on 
Thursday night, and if you're on Beat the Podder, that's what the prize is if you beat one of our fine podders. I must admit, when you, when you said um, something supplied by our sponsor, G Folk, I thought you were going to say a signed photograph of Greg. Well, I'm sure that could be oh, yeah. as well if anybody wants it. <laughs> if anybody wants one. Um, moving on to Wednesday night, we've said tough game. Um, do we expect any changes, G, but goalkeeper? Do we expect McLaughlin to continue between the sticks? Do we expect Alan McGregor to come back in? Um, I don't know for I, I don't I, I can't say for sure. I would expect McGregor to come back in. I think if McGregor's uh, fit and able, I think he'll start always. Uh, I think the manager said about the game yesterday that obviously given his age, he just needs to look after him, didn't he? So I think I think McGregor would have had a, a conversation with the gaffer at the start of the season and said, "Listen, I can't do the uh, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday." Um, he's obviously just kind of feeling. His body's taking a, a bit longer to recover than that. So, but aye, a, a week, I would say, we'll probably see McGregor starting on, on Wednesday. What worries me, Gio, going forward here is we obviously had Leon Balligan go off the other night there against Bronby. Mm. He made the game yesterday, which was great to see because I do think Leon Balligan in the present form at the present moment, it's a little water, at the present moment, mm. is our best defender right now. Um, he's, you would expect him to play on Wednesday night. It's just the fitness thing because then we go again Motherwell on Sunday and then it's away in Denmark the following week. We are struggling there at the minute with the injury to big Phil Hollander. Um, I don't know whether I would see Gerard changing it. He leaves himself wide open if he changes it though on Wednesday night and it doesn't go our way. Um, so I you expect big Leon and obviously Conor Golton is his first pick, so he'll be in the team and fit. But you expect the two of them to start again on Wednesday? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be the same back four. I, I, I sort of I see I can see what Jeep's saying about bringing McGregor back in, but I, I think I think he might actually keep the same back five there. I actually think he'll keep pretty much the same team. The only change would probably be um, the maybe drop Davis out. That's that's the only thing I can see and bring Kamara back in. He's a wee bit more dynamic, Kamara, and I don't think we maybe need him and um, Davis for this game. Plus, I think sometimes and and it does hold Lundstrom back, but. Yeah, I'm I, 100% with you, mate. Big Leon's been our probably our best defender this season. In the last couple of weeks, he just really seems to have come on to a game. He looks a wee bit more commanding. He looks really, really quick at the minute as well. So, what's wrong, Baz? We're, we're missing you. I couldn't see all that. Thank you, then. Thank you, Your comments small, please. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe pick a small one. There you go. Baz, tell you what, mate. Just for you. There you go. Oh, yes, there he is. <laughs> the Bazatron. The Bazatron 2000, yes. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Thanks very much. By the way, look, the viewers have went up for fuck's sake. And instantly, instantly, mate. I couldn't, I could hear you, Joe, but I couldn't see your lovely face when you were speaking. Thanks, buddy. I was behind that comment. I was just trying Thank to get you, mate. So, Baz, this is so much face. better, mate. The Bazatron 3000, I love it. <laughs> The Bazatron no, 3000, that, that's the name of the camera. Uh, that's it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they used to use a camera like that in pornos as well. <laughs> it was called Bazatron. It was some, I'm pretty sure it was something a Tron, though. Anyway, that's <laughs> another podcast. Actually, that's actually another podcast. Like Sky Sports News. That's <laughs> 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 in there. Yellow oh, tie. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll do, mate. <laughs> um, the the question was, what do you and the guys think of Kent playing against Aberdeen if he is fit, as two of the back four of Aberdeen will be missing? I think personally, Ryan Kent, if fit, will be on the bench, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and he'll be introduced maybe with 
maybe if the game's won and maybe we're new to go or 20 minutes to go, eh, half an hour to go, sorry, 20 minutes to go, maybe maybe he'll bring Ryan Kent into the fold. But I can't see Ryan Kent start. I don't think he'll risk him. No, no he's, he's not, not, not with um, a hamstring injury and he's been out for a few weeks. I, had to, I can't see um, Jeddard doing that. So I think. Sorry, Paul, hold on. Snagsy, bye, mate. See you Thursday. Snagsy will be live on the pod on Thursday. See you, mate. Love you, mate. Bye. Yeah, so um, no, I can't see him. I can't see him, uh, Jared risking him. Um, if he's fit, he'll start. He'll start from the bench. He'll be on the bench, and I, I think you're right. He'll be brought on the usual Jedard. Sixty minutes substitution. On comes Mister Kent. Anybody disagree with that? Maybe the sixty-first, mm. sixty-second minute, something. Like that. <laughs> Jedard's unpredictable <laughs> now. It's all. <laughs> so fucking pedantic, isn't he? <laughs> The Gerard or Jeep? Fucking Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think he'll start. I think he'll maybe, if we see him, he'll come on off the bench in the second half. Yeah, definitely. I'd agree with that. I, I see Hadji continuing in his role. I see Kemal Roof and Alfredo Morelos continuing because mm-hmm. the two of them are scoring goals or back amongst the goals, obviously. Um, it's, it's as Gio was alluding to, it's behind them that, I, that I'm not too sure how he goes. I'm not too sure whether he brings Kamara straight back in. I personally think he will. Yeah. Um, and then you, it's, it's the toss up between Davis and John Lundstrom about who, who plays kind of in front of the back four and kind of patrols that area. And then moving forward for there, Joe Aribo has to continue. The only problem I've got with Joe Aribo and Tom commented, I had to switch off Sky um, at half time. Why was that? On Sunday. Because I cannot deal with Andy Walker any longer, mm. right? And I seen that Ian Durant was in with, with Tom Commentator and I decided I would go and listen to Duranty. And and my life was better for it, I think, for 45 really? minutes. <laughs> um, not listening to that wee arsehole. Um, do you notice how, uh, going back to some run game, but do you notice how when they scored, right until we scored, Andy kept cutting Ian Crocker off all the time because he was desperate to get in and talk. See the minute that penalty went in and then Alfredo stuck the ball in the net? It's almost like he had to be invited to do his fucking job. I think uh, what was quite amusing is uh, you may have not seen it, but I've, I've actually seen um, uh, footage, um, sort of off camera footage, um, with the producer holding a gun to Andy Walker's head saying, Say it was a penalty. <laughs> admit it, admit it, admit it. It's the only way he would. <laughs> Geranti, Curry's right, Curry's right. Geranti was um, fantastic in commentating. The only thing is that annoys me with Geranti is he sees now every 30 seconds. <laughs> Now, 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 let me tell you this. Now, for, for fuck's sake, man. You know what I mean? But at least he's got Ranger specs on and he actually, well, not even Ranger specs, he was calling it as he's seen it. Do you know what I mean? And and he was very, very good at it. Uh, a wee bit of humour thrown in as well. He's about to turn 55, magical number, but he's about to turn 55, I believe. So when that comes around, I think it's next weekend. Happy birthday to the legend that is Ian Durant. Absolutely. Love Ian Durant. Um, so, Andrew Bluebells is agreeing with their look. Walker is a dick. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Sweet. Um, Jim, what do you think? What do you, what do you think he'll do, mate, with Lundstrom and Davis? Do you think he'll go with the two of them again, or do you think he'll he'll drop one and keep the other in there? Um, I think he'll probably rest Davis. He's that's he's had two full ninety minutes now. Davis hasn't he? So, um, I think I don't I don't remember him getting t- taken yeah, off. Uh, but. Yeah. Uh, he's he's played the majority of both games anyway. If he was taking off, but um, nah, he's I mean he needs to be looked after as well because he's such an important he is such an important player. Do you know what I mean? Like he does he does um, the job that goes really like highly unnoticed on the park. The way he just kind of 
tidies up the play. He almost controls the game. See when he's in that in that role on his own, he just he controls the flow of the game. Um, aye, so he's 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 very important, and I, I would be resting him on Wednesday anyway. I'd get Kamara back in for some fresh legs and and Cruyff turns. <laughs> Baz, do you see any different, mate? I know you were saying about obviously Lundstrom and Stephen Davis playing in the same team. Do you see any different for Wednesday night? Do you think they'll continue or think one will drop out? Uh, one, one probably will drop out, and I think it, I agree with you, but probably will be the, uh, Stephen Davis. Lundstrom's playing pretty well. He's learning the he's yeah. learning the system, and he's he's getting up to speed. I think it would be unfair to drop him. You know, when it's taking him a bit of time to settle into the team, you know, he's just he's getting up there now. He's getting up to pace and. It would, I don't think it'd be right to drop him. And I think, as Jim said there, you know, Davis is obviously getting to that age where he needs to be managed as well. But, I mean, that guy, he's one of these people that defies an age, you know, like Jermaine Defoe, uh, Davis, there's just certain players that age is only a number. So he could play. I mean, if, if we were really struggling, I'm sure we, maybe we could play the two of them. Absolutely no problem, but I don't see it. I think uh, Kamara will come back in. And I expect Davis to be dropped in the midfield for that game. Gio, do we expect them just to pack their midfield, sit defensively, try and entice us onto them and then try and hit us in the break? We, I don't even know who they've got going through the middle. Because <laughs> I'm not interested. But maybe they'll try and kind of hit us on that counter. Um, yeah. I kind of see them coming out and taking the game. Is they're shite bags for the start. And also, I, I just don't think. Oh well, I don't, I, it's not. I don't think they're only good enough to come and take his toe to toe eyebrows. No, I think you're right, mate. I think young Lewis Ferguson will probably have a good game. He always seems to raise the game against against us as well, and he's always he's always angling for a wee move, isn't he? You know, you always get the clamour of Saint Ferguson. You know, he's brilliant. He's Rangers quality. You know, he's still. You know, the problem is he's he's not a kid anymore. He's been playing for a few years. He's as old as Hadji now, and Hadji outshined him. So. I think he'll probably raise his game, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, again, was it the the semi final at Hamden a few years ago when the, when when he scored the header and they basically we we peppered them for eighty five minutes. They went up the field, got one corner, and, and and scored for it. So I think it'll probably they'll revert the type and try and do that. If they try and come out and go toe to toe, mate, we should have enough to to see them off the park. And hopefully, hopefully, we do see Scott Brown in defence and um, Alfie up against him and another wee nutmeg would go an absolute fucking treat. Yeah, do you know the thing? See, see the thing with Aberdeen? I'm just, I've, I've been looking at the formations I've been playing all season and they've not been doing particularly well. They've been playing 4 1 4 1. They've done 4 4 2. They've played 4 2 3 1. Now, they had a decent win there against Tibbs and they set up 4 1 3 2. They had Scott Brown sitting in front of the back four before De- Declan Gallagher went half injured. Now, they've got some options there at the back. I know they've obviously got big David Bates in there uh, that can drop into the, the back four. If a. Uh, He's all right there in the studio, like. <laughs> He's had to depart. Carry on, Baz, please. Toilet emergency. Uh, th- thanks very much, guys. Busting. Couldn't hear what you were saying. He's busting for ba- the toilet. Baz, I'm listening to Carry on. I don't know what was getting said in the, the comments. Somebody was saying there's certain players that are injured for the, mm. the Aberdeen back four. So they're probably going to have Cal- mm. uh, Calvin Ramsey at the right back. Uh, David Bates, Declan Gallagher, if he's available. And Jack McKenzie. At the, the left back, if any of the players are injured, then you're probably going to see Ross McCrory come into the fold. Or I, I, I reckon Ross McCrory will obviously start the game. I'm just saying that's the options you've got there. Ross mm. McCrory can either go le- left back where he, where he played against Tibbs, he can go in the centre of the, 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 the two centre backs, or he can sit in front of the, the back four. 
So if they set up again, four one three two, it's probably going to be something like that. Scott Brown sitting in front of the back four. We Ojo, Lewis Ferguson, and Ryan Hedges sitting in front of that. We uh, Christian Ramirez, who's a top goal scorer on eight. We Emmanuel Thomas, probably your other striker up there. Now Lewis Ferguson, I think, is the second highest goal scorer in five goals, so he is banging in the goals. So I reckon they're probably going to set up something like that. I worked for them against Tibbs, but I think that that sort of formation is quite quite narrow, you know, there's not a lot of width in it. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that would suit us, you know, if they if they set up like that. That's just my opinion. I I just think that if if it worked for them against Tibbs, they might try something similar yeah. against us. Yeah, I quite agree with you actually. And I was going to say that the way the way they looked to set up at the weekend, the way that you're discussing, describing it, it is very narrow, and that that actually could play into our hands because we've obviously we we get a lot of um, depth and penetration um, from both Barisic and Tav on 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 the, on the flanks. So if they play narrow, that could we could really expose them down, down their flanks, and that's that's I think that's what what will happen. In regards to changes for ourselves, I can only see McGregor and um, Kamara coming in. For for Davis, I I kind of see we might bring McGregor back in, but I don't know. I just think I, I'm not a fan of changing goalkeepers. Right, I've said it at the start at the start of the season on the pod. Not a fan of it at all. I know both of them are equally excellent in their own way. Um, I would say Big John's probably better coming out and collecting cross balls as he showed yesterday in time to time. I don't think that's Alan McGregor's strong point, as we've seen against Hearts and as we see every week. By the way, we get away with it a lot of times. Everything else, Alan McGregor is absolutely top drawer way. Right? Short stop and reactions, whatever you want to say, handling, excellent. Crossballs know he's greatest. Big John does. If we could morph the two of them together, he would have the complete goalkeeper, in my opinion, in every single department. Um, but sadly, just um, you can't do that. No. Can we get so, Steg to do up a, like a Power Ranger graphic where they go, it's morphing time? <laughs> it's morphing time. <laughs> Alan McLaughlin. Ryan Dunbar, <laughs> happening lads, been mad busy after Blackpool, just getting a chance to be in the comments. Ryan, it's lovely to have you back mate, I hope you had a fantastic weekend down there um, with your dad and that and the family, tell your dad I said hello because he's a lovely human um, and I, I hope you enjoyed the Blackpool tell, me, tell him his hoodie has been posted <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> It's Brexit and the clock's going, we're fucking be going forward, they're back again. What is it they're going? Spring forward, fall back? They're going fall back. back. <laughs> fall back. <laughs> Ryan's a good guy, I like Ryan. Ryan is a good guy, mm. so is his dad. His dad's a, a gemmy man as well. Um, that's his hoodie, that's his 100% being posted. Excellent, mate. Excellent, it's mate. now being posted, as of this time tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow never comes back. Apparently, love it. Um, so, predictions for the Aberdeen game, Chief. What do we think that that will turn out on Wednesday night? Um, three nil. I think I'll maybe a wee, wee bit more comfortable. Hopefully. Depends what they play. It depends how they set If they set up the way Baz was saying there, I think we'll win uh, comfortably. Gio? I don't want us to concede, mate, but I think we're made. I'm going to go for 3 1. 3 1. Baz Bowski? I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow. I'm going to agree <laughs> with the man at the top there. I'm going to agree with Jim. I reckon it'll be 3 0. 3 0. Fault sees. So I do. I'm going to go for a full house here, actually, because my, my first thought was 3-0 as well. Oh. I'm going to go 
out on a whim and say that will be 5 0 to the champions, and we will murder those bastards at Ibrox. And I'll be <laughs> delighted and I'll be loving it in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Fridge, what do you reckon? Same as Joe, 3 1. 3 1. 3 1. Curry Muncher says 2 1. Love you, Fridge. Love you, Fridge. Alan says 4 0 to the famous and a Bruni red card. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh, 4 0, 2 0 to the famous. Um, 5 0. I'll go saying the same as myself. Ryan saying the same as myself. 5 0. By the way, I don't I don't actually think it'll be 5 0. I think it's more hope, but <laughs> I'm praying for this doing to come. That it's we do it's probably going to be a fucking. Hard 90 minutes, 1-0. No. <laughs> <One laughs> no. Don't say <laughs> things <laughs> like that. That's, what, that's the reality. That's the reality. It's probably going to be 1-0. No. We won't score until about the 75th minute. Then we'll be under pressure. There'll be six minutes extra time played. <laughs> uh, the keeper will come up for the last corner. The keeper will come up. Yeah, the keeper will come up. The keeper will come up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and Mike, one you hear this? Mike, you're hearing this, mate. We want at least a one penalty, okay? We don't care <laughs> if, if it's suicide the box. <laughs> we don't care what it is, mate. If we're winning, Mike, we would like um, unlimited time added on. If we're winning... Uh, no, sorry, if we're getting beat, we'd like unlimited time added on. If we're winning, then we would just like it just to end right on 90. Just nice. 88 <laughs> if you want. Staunch over and out. <laughs> <laughs> he did text me on Thursday night at Ibrooks for just sitting next to me. We went to the game again on Thursday. The European one, and he, he did text me the minute the that Kemal Roof School went to VAR, and he said, "That's a goal." Obviously, it's up the other end for me, and I'm saying, "Well, Mike says it's a goal. I believe it's a goal." So eventually, goal gets given. Great. Then within seconds, now you know you don't get a reception either. No, right. And within seconds of Joe Rebo going down up at our end, which in real time looked like a penalty. Oh, Seeing it in the replay can confirms it's a Stonewall penalty kick. Stonewall and within seconds, he says, yeah, that's a definite penalty. VAR's missed one here. And see, just having that sort of coming through on the podcast. And I have to say thank you to a very, very special friend called Simmy. Right? Because Simmy took over the pod account on Thursday night while I was at the game and he does a telling job. And I told him, just keep the keys, mate, and you post whatever you like. And you know, <laughs> I have noticed some of the stuff being in, I thought, that's very Simmy yes. So Simmy done that on and, <laughs> and Friday night, eh, Thursday night. He's a fucking legend, that boy. I love him. <laughs> a great guy. Um, so, oh, there he is. There he is. There's the wasp. Sorry, hey. hang in there. There he is. How are we doing, Robin, mate? Hope you're well. Um, right, guys, let's go Alfredo Morelos second. Right, rest. hold yes. on. Oh, for yes. that, Hang on. Right. Now we've got the ambience again. <laughs> Baz, do we have the third best Alfredo Morelos goal for you? No. Nah. <laughs> 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 I've, I've, I've had my chance. Okay, mate. Team number two. Uh, number two, I'm going to say is his header against Legia. Nice. Gio. I'm going to big pick a wee left field one here. The wee back Haley scored against uh, Hearts. Oh, why? Oh, good. Danny Candace crossed it in. He scored the wee back Haley. Nice. Beautiful goal. Daniel Candace. 
What was that that game? Vazbowski. Slowed. Uh, second favourite goal for me was probably the first goal he scored against Celtic. Yes, Baz. The header. That guy at the back post. Who? Who was it? Some guy at the back post. Whoever it was. I know nothing. Policies over. Definitely his goal at Ibrox against Porto. Beautiful little cutback from Ryan Jack. Let it go across him, hit it, boom, bottom corner, left foot. Robin's got a cracker there. The one against Levy to seal 55. Oh. That was the one you didn't get. Oh, yeah. That was the one I was trying to describe. Huge. Um, right, for me, I'm agreeing with Baz. He's first goal against Celtic. In there, when they were all Uras, and he comes up with the goods to shut them up again and keep us undefeated. Um, fantastic, Alfredo. We love you again. Right, number one, G. <laughs> Oh, um, it's not for copyright for this song who gives a fuck it's a great tune and it's on, an honour of the legend I'm gonna go with his goal against Celtic when he made Brown oh, yes yes mate yes he's, uh, he's, his first his first goal against Celtic the header at the back post is one of my favourite moments for last season because I knew instantly it was him that had scored it but just it just if somebody said, describe the perfect goal that Morelos scores against Celtic, you would have described it very close to what happened. <laughs> he makes Brown and rifles it into the top of the net. So I just, number one is he's that goal against Celtic, man. It's just too good. Vamos. But the celebration, the celebration as well, mate. You know what I mean? Just... By the way, that's what we should mention as well, mate. The one we picked for the last round. Was the celebration after it was doing that to the camera, right in the middle of their mid the day in '55? Not mean yet. The shit how's are involved, man. He would have lost a fucking riot if they were on there. The smell, I'm looking. The, just the fucking place would just have been going nuts. I mean, Gio. How, how fucking good was last season, man? Oh, no, this last season was <laughs> so good, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Gio, on you go. No, you're all right, buddy. You're all right. I'm going with the same goal, mate. It was just, it was perfection. He nodded, he nodded, uh, he made Brown with the right foot and then crashed it in like with a left foot from an impossible angle. Then he celebrated by rubbing salt all over their fucking wings, the bastards. And then he just <laughs> run riot. Fuck Celtic. <laughs> 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 sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry. Carried on. Well, <laughs> not a, no, nothing else I can add to that. Uh, Gio, uh, Gio described it perfectly, and then Gio hit us with the emotions we were all feeling. So there's really nothing else I can add to that. We're keeping going. Oh, I finished. Paul, it says. <laughs> Well, this is a bit of a tough one for me, you know what I mean? I've, I've thought long and hard about it, and what can I say? I just agree with Abdel. <laughs> There's only one thing you can say. That, that is just the beautiful Meg. You know, in the in left foot, crash the top corner. Just give me a second. Guys, yeah. I'd like to I'd like to explain in case you are confused, but before we came on air, I was saying to the guys, I wrote eight of his goals down that I couldn't narrow down to a top three. And I asked the guys to try and guess the eight goals and they got seven. It was the first seven that they guessed. And the last one that they couldn't get, I wrote down was Livingston away. And that was what I was trying to describe Robin to you. It was prob- probably his easiest goal that he's ever scored for us. And it was the, it was at the Wasp that said it. It was the one, and it's purely because of what it was, wasn't it? As soon as that goal went in and we won that game, you knew the league was done. Like you knew, we, you knew we were getting there. It was the last hurdle, wasn't it? 
So there's just there was just such significance from that goal and the way the team celebrated and all that, man. It was just magic. Do you know the thing, though? Do you know why there's... See, when you think about Livingston goals, I automatically think of Jermaine Defoe's goal. Uh, uh, you know, when they're blocking right out of the tap, they just sort of walk through yeah. that For some reason, that's always the goal that's in my head when I think about Livingston. Yeah, right. They went on, man. It was an amazing goal. <sighs> I'll, uh, I will go a clean clean sweep, a full house, and Alfredo against them at Ibrooks, the pingy goal where he takes the mickey out of that Lego muncher and fires it right into the roof of the net. And then also does the whole crying thing to him as well at some point. Boo boo. Absolute <laughs> him. Boo you know I mean? baby. Flaps him in the heat in October at Park Heath. Fucking just owned Scott Brown all last season, let's face it, did the Buffalo. Um, I just absolutely love the guy, man. And I'm so happy for him that he's got the 100. Mm. I hope he goes on to score 100 more because I think we all love him a bit. So although he frustrates at times, there is no doubt when he scores. It's a different nerve. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a different nerve. Um, <laughs> it's an amazing day. I never spoke to my missus for three days. Lost my voice. Fucking valid reason, mate. Valid reason. <laughs> Robin, buy tickets for the live show, mate. You can get one signed by the man himself, Alfredo Morelos. There you go. Perfect. Absolutely brilliant. Um... Corey Munch is asking for a special mention for the Foes goal celebration. Yes, that was a great goal, great celebration, mm. really greeting, basically. Um, but I think the night belongs to Alfredo. Uh, See, I, just a, a goal that's not been mentioned in the pod as well. I'd like to say a wee honourable mention for his goal up at Ross County when the keeper didn't know that he'd got back up. <laughs> that, that, I don't think I'll ever forget that goal for the rest of my life. I don't, I don't think Alfredo will either. He's like, well, that was easy. <laughs> It's not like TC the pictures when he the guy. and he's fucking like a weed nyaf. He's just sitting, he's so skinny and fucking you know, and then you look up new and he is actually a buffalo. You know mm. what, I mean? what was the goal he scored? Remember the goal he scored was was it after he missed a penalty against Celtic, one of the European games, and he apologized and, and he actually came up to the camera and he started right. pumping his chest and going, Young I'm boys. sorry, and doing the heart. Oh, that oh, was man, against Young Boys. <laughs> Young Hold Boys. As Bruce gets to leave us to go, to go to listen, it's been a pleasure to have you, mate. Listen, I'm not just swinging about in my chair like this, but I'm, I'm generally about to piss my pants. Thanks very much. All the best, guys. See you next time. See you Thursday, mate. See you Thursday. Love you guys. We've only got, what, two minutes or three minutes left anyway of ourselves, so... Hi. Well, we've had an Alfredo Morelos loving. We love the man. Um, as I say, I hope to God... That he's he's ready to bang them in. Come, oh, Baz is really going. I thought he was just going to go to the loo. Oh, Baz is gone, mate. He's not left the studio. He's just disconnected his device. He's gone. Banned ban from the studio. Banned from the studio. <laughs> Didn't do that, no. Um, thanks to everybody for joining us in this Monday night. Numbers have been incredible all night. Oh, by yeah. the way, and thank you very much for thank you guys for, for taking your time out to come and spend Monday evening with us. Um, we love doing the podcast. We love doing it for you. If you like what we do, that link across the bottom there, we would really, really appreciate it if you went and signed up because there's extra content on there. There'll be live shows going up there as well, which I won't fuck about the time we um and lose us half our followers. <laughs> um so I'm, I'm sorry, sorry about that. Last week that was a bit of a farce, but it was my fault. And there's a good reason for that. Maybe a story for a better day, but there's a good reason for that. Um but patreon.com forward slash battle fever pod. Uh, get in there and and 
and sign up and help us raise money for the Rangers Former Players Benevolent Club. I was just going to say, every penny that you put towards that goes to the Rangers Former Players Benevolent Club. We don't take a single dime. Paul, Fridge and myself visited Club 72, where the live pod has been moved to at Ibrooks, um, away from their girls' house restaurant. Sweet. Sweet. Girls' sweet. Ibrooks. Ibrooks. Ibrooks sweet. sweet. I back. I keep fucking making up shit because it's their girlhood restaurants moved there, and that's why we can't be there anymore. <laughs> so I, we've moved to Club Seventy Two, and it is absolutely stunning. We have a fantastic setup. It's going to. Uh, sign up to that if you've not got a weak stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Baz is currently live streaming from the toilet. <laughs> Just watch that one if you've got a weak stomach. Um, oh dear. Why Give the people for, what they why want. Why pay for a pair of tits when you can have a group of them? Not right? exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so, live show, buy tickets, guys. All going to a great cause. Great guests lined up. Great things happening that night. It'll be excellent. It'll be good fun. It'll be it'll be great for us to be a yeah. part of as well. Um, we've also got some decent things coming up. We hope in terms of raising money for the Rangers Museum, etc., which we've been in contact with a few people at the club about. Well, we haven't, but our sponsors have to help us out, good. Um, which is good. Um, so, I tons coming. Get signed up and give yourself a wee bit of. A, Laugh every week because that's what we have here, isn't it? Yeah, we, we tend to we tend to do a little uh, behind the scenes stuff. I did one this evening, but uh, I couldn't upload it. Bollocks chops hasn't managed to get it up yet. <laughs> or the video. Sorry, my life. To be fair, Jeep. Thank you very much, mate, for joining us this evening. It's been wonderful to have you back. I know we'll not have you on Thursday, but hopefully it won't be too long. Hope so, mate. It's been good to be back on. It's good to speak to you guys. Always, yes, Geo. Much love to you in Northern, mate. Um, we love you to bits and it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast and a, and a public thank you for all the work that you mm-hmm. do for the podcast in terms yeah. of graphics and all these wee bits behind us here on the screens and stuff like that thank you very much mate love doing it mate absolutely love doing it and again um, just to say thanks to everyone it's always a pleasure and never a chore mate and brilliant to see Jabe and Baz back tonight two two proper legends two proper geezers as well Love two podding legends two rangers yes legends, yes. yes yes andy everyone who watched tonight mate obviously it's brilliant to see and all the comments all the all the guys coming on board it's brilliant absolutely love it just love seeing all the feedback and stuff like that there ran come on buddy can you wait to meet you at the live show i'm oh. going honestly I am going to Every little thing it does shit. is magic, Geo. I am, I am going Gio. to buy too much alcohol. Honestly, <laughs> you're going to, you're, 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 you could float a bath with it. Mm-hmm. Easy, mate. Easy. No, it doesn't take a lot anyway. It doesn't take a lot. I'm going to hug the shit out of every single one of you. <laughs> you do sure realise. Jo- sure, Jody will love that. Geo, Geo, I think we should let. I think we should let everybody in in a week. And I hang. I tell. I don't. I don't even think I tell. Um, G or Paul or anything like that. But because courtesy of these fine people here, G4 claims we are getting a wee shot at the hospitality section for the Dundee United game, mm. which is on the 4th of December. And Gio says I was going to obviously take you just a thank you for all your work that you've done, mate, um, for the podcast and never thank took a penny much, and just keep doing it constantly. And you're a legend. Now, ask Nicole, Nicole, who owns G4 claims, who is not very football minded whatsoever. 
So I says, I would like to take Geo. If it's okay <laughs> with you, can I take Geo to... <laughs> That's a bit of fucking ticket revoke now. I'd like to take Geo to the, to the hostality. She says, not a problem, Scott. I put it in the diary. So I thought, great. So her, Grant and Greg were on a call the other night, last, last Friday, and I got a text from Greg saying, Scott, how the fuck did you manage to take... Uh, did you manage to get Ronald the board to go to hospitality with you? And I'm going... I text him back and says, Greg, I've not got a clue what you're talking about, mate. I'm not taking Ronald DeBoer to hospitality. I'm taking Geo to hospitality. So I then got voice notes of Nicole just pushing herself laughing. And Nicole has somehow got it done that I am taking Giovanni Van Bronckhorst <laughs> <laughs> to hospitality for the United game. And when Greg and uh, Grant said, is it Ronald DeBoer? She just thought the names the same and decided it is it's Ronald De Boer that's who he's taking now I pointed out that had Ronald De Boer coming to hospitality right. and I was involved he would be fucking taking me yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I knew him well enough but no so that was a fun story for Nicole <laughs> she's going to be really disappointed when she sees some wee guy from Northern Ireland right. coming in she <laughs> you're going to be a proper let down mate a proper let down. I mean Greg did say that Greg did say to Nicole that actually um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is an absolute incredible football player, and I says I but he's shite with Photoshop. So <laughs> <laughs> I know who I'd rather have, mate. <laughs> Gio, Gio, have you even got a good left peg? Or I, mate, I can stand on it. I that was a start, mate. <laughs> uh, thanks to Paul C for travelling up here and all the COP twenty six fucking madness which is going on in the world. Well, in Glasgow right now. You had to fight your way through traffic again today, mate. I did, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's always it's always worth it to get here to see your smiling face and to, uh, to talk to uh, the beautiful people who are watching. And of course, um, Gio and Jeeb and Baz. And of course, it's Fred's behind the scenes. You people can't see his smiling face. And what's he still got shorts on? It's bloody cold. It's disturbing because. Yeah, I, I don't mean there's any shorts on. I know he's, he's a weird one like that. It's just, it's, it's, so is it he can rub his thighs? That's you? what it is. Thank, <laughs> thank, oh, Jesus, please don't. Oh my God, it's, it's nauseating. Turn that camera around. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something? Um, and, um, it's, I'm really looking forward to the live show because we're going to have it in third. And then, as you say, we've got a match on the fourth. You win hostility with uh, Geo there. The rest of us play better at it. And those who are not, it doesn't make a difference because we're all going out for our Christmas night out on the fourth. Well, I've got something to tell you about that, which I'll tell you off. Yeah. Woohoo! Um, so, yeah, but uh, anyway, thank you very much. People who are watching this podcast is nothing without you, and we love doing it for you. Yes, and I'm hopeful that next week we will have Giovanni Van Bronckhorst on this. <laughs> and as Jay says, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, he's got nothing on the voice of Gio. Gio, I'll let down till he speaks. <laughs> Thanks very much, everybody. Thanks to Fridge for keeping us going with the comments, and I keep fucking putting the comments off because I'm I'm not used to him sitting there the night, and it keeps. So it's because he's sitting in the dark. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Morning Angels on Wednesday. Another three points towards 56. Keep it going, lads. Keep it going, especially against that mob. Alfredo will accept 101, 2, and 3 on Wednesday night. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I want to be. 
It's red faucet is beautiful It's deeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive 